Amen. And so this morning, I want to continue sharing some things that I've been sharing really off and on since, uh, since uh, September. And if you have a Bible, let's turn to Acts chapter 11. And I'm staying in, I'm staying in my series of staying. <laughs> because I believe it's needful with, for the prophetic word and what, what uh, God has given, spoken through Dr. Savell for this next year. So I want to continue on this this week and next week and then looking forward to what God has placed on his heart the following week. Acts chapter 11, verse 23. And this is Barnabas speaking. It says, when, he says, when he arrived and saw what grace, the favor, I'm reading the Amplified, God was bestowing upon them. He was full of joy and he continuously exhorted. I mean, this is something he did all the time. Maybe every time they got together, after all, if you keep reading, this is the first place where they were called Christians. This is the first place where they were called Christians. And things were happening there in such an amazing way that Barnabas goes and finds Paul in a whole other country and brings him back. And Paul and Barnabas stay there for a year. And it says they continue to speak to them on a continual basis. And this is where they were first called Christians. But he continued to exhort them this thing here. It said, it said, to encourage them to all to cleave unto the Lord, remain faithful to and devoted to the Lord with purpose of heart. So he continuously exhorted them, urged them, encouraged them to remain faithful to the Lord, to cleave unto the Lord and be devoted to the Lord with purpose of heart. And this is what I've been dealing with since September, that we need to make a determined decision that we're going to pers- purpose in our heart that we're going to stay devoted to, that we're going to remain faithful to, that we're going to cleave unto the Lord, that we're going to remain faithful no matter what happens in our life, no matter what happens in our world, no matter what we see on the news, no matter what is going on around us, you know what? We're going to stay devoted. We're going to stay faithful. I'm not moving. I'm going to stay in this position. I'm going to stay faithful. It doesn't matter if, if, if someone is, 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 uh, offends me. It doesn't matter if someone does me wrong. It doesn't matter if I lose my job. It doesn't matter what might happen to me. You know what? I'm going to stay devoted. I'm going to stay faithful, and I'm not moving from it. So Barnabas will continue to exhort them, stay faithful. Stay faithful. And that's my encouragement to you this year, that you would stay faithful, that you would be devoted, that you would lay hold of, you would lay hold of God's promises. You would lay hold of this prophetic word. Now in this series, uh, really the last uh, eight times we've been together, I've been establishing this point of staying in faith, staying in faith. When Barnabas says, cleave unto the Lord, remain faithful to the Lord, what's he saying? He's saying, stay in faith, stay in faith. And I want to encourage you to go online, go to YouTube, go to get the CDs, go to iTunes, SoundCloud, and listen to these other messages because I talk about the things on, on how to stay in faith. And this morning, I want, to, I want to continue in this because staying in faith is so vital to walking out God's promises. When, when Barnabas stood up and he said, stay devoted and stay faithful to, he was giving us, I believe, the key to walking out your purpose in life. He was giving you the key on walking in faith. He was giving you the key and seeing every promise that God has given you fulfilled, staying devoted. You know, a number of years ago, I went through a difficult time and and something that really shook my world, so to speak. I I received a phone call, and as soon as I got got off the phone, I was in tears. 
And I put the phone down, and I had a choice. I had a choice. I, I, I was, I had just heard something, and like I said, it shook me to my core. And you know what I mean by my core, my, my emotions were going up and down. And, 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 you know, when things happen, you get news of something, you, you, have, you have two choices. I'm either, I'm either going to remember what God says or I'm going to allow my mind to wander. I'm either going to allow my mind to control me, I'm going to allow the circumstance to control me, or I'm going to allow God's word to control me. You see, when I, I hung up that phone, from that moment I heard a voice. And he's told me four words that have stuck with me since that time. And I believe it's some of the, most, the four most important words that you can hear. And if you really understand what, what was being said. And he told me this, keep your heart right. I hung up the phone and I had a choice. Am I going to let my emotions go up? Am I going to let my emotions go down? Am I going to allow it to toss me to and fro? Am I going to allow anger to set in? And am I, am I going to allow fear to set in? Am I going to allow the circumstance get to get on the inside of me? What am I going to do with this news I just heard? First thing I heard was keep your heart right. I didn't know all what that statement meant then. But I know now it means stay in faith. See, keeping your heart is putting your heart in a position where it doesn't move. See, that's what Barnabas said. He said, be devoted to the Lord with what steady purpose of heart. Meaning, make a determined decision. I'm putting a stake in the ground and I'm not moving from this position. I'm staying in this position. You see, the faithful will flourish. See, faithful... The word faithful, it's an action, but also it's a place. What do I mean by that? Faithfulness, being faithful, it's a posture, it's a position, and it's an attitude. So we say the faithful will flourish. It's saying, say, you know what? I have to have the right attitude. I have to have the right posture. I have to have the right position, meaning I have to position myself for flourishing. So Barnabas was giving them the posture and the position for flourishing. Stay devoted. When I went through that difficult time and I hung that phone up and I heard, keep my heart right, the Lord was giving me the correct posture. He was giving me the correct position and he was giving me the correct attitude. Keep your heart right. Staying in faith. Staying in faith is a position. It's a posture. And it's an attitude. When I heard, keep my heart right, the next thing that came out of my mouth was thanksgiving. The next thing that came out of my mouth was praise. The next thing in my mouth was worship. We talk about staying in faith. A lot of times we, we can talk about our heroes of faith and we, we talk about Abraham. We talk about Enoch. We talk about Isaac. We talk about Jacob. We talk about Noah. We talk about Moses. We talk about Sarah when we deal with Hebrews chapter 11, right? But at the, towards the end of Hebrews chapter 11, the writer says, he makes a statement. He says, he goes, time would fail me 
to tell, meaning I have so much more to write and there's so many more people I would like to talk about about this life of faith and time would get away from me and I don't have all the time to write about all the people of faith throughout scriptures, but he said, time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, and of David. You see, staying in faith I was thinking about staying in faith, and the Lord brought me back to that story when I hung up the phone. He said, keep your heart right. And what was the next thing that came to my mouth? It was worship. It was praise. Immediately, I started thinking about David. He said, time would fail me to tell of David. Staying in faith comes down to coming to a place where you know how to stay in praise. Staying in faith is about staying in praise. You see, when I went through that difficult time, it wasn't about my problem, but it was about my praise. The victory and me overcoming where I was at and the circumstances I was in had to do with what was coming out of my mouth. It had to do with my praise. But the first thing I had to do was keep my heart right because the heart, what, see, faith is where it's in your heart and it's in your mouth. And we dealt with that when we talked about Thanksgiving Back towards the end of November. Faith is in your heart, in your mouth. So how can I tell you're in faith? By what's coming out of your mouth. So the question is, when you're in a difficult situation, what's coming out of your mouth? Let's go to Psalm chapter 34. Thank you, Father. Psalms 34. Let's look at David. Thank you, Father. Praise is a position of your heart that establishes your faith. Praise is a position of your heart that establishes your faith. Now, this Psalm 34 is a picture of earlier on. It was after he had defeated Goliath. And David was in a position where he had Goliath's sword and he was took into a city and the leaders of that city were Goliath's, some of Goliath's family. And he comes out of that city and the Lord, he, he asked the Lord to turn him into a madman. I don't have time to tell the story, go into it, but go read it, it's in Samuel. And he went out there and no one would come against him. See, it was just him and everyone else and all of a sudden the king ended up letting him go. But here, this is after this has happened, and during while this was going on, this was David's attitude in Psalms 34. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. The faithful shall flourish. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. That doesn't sound like just when everything is going good. I will bless the Lord at all times. See, that is faith being really, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord. He was making a decision. It was a position of his heart. No matter where I'm at, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. And what his praise will continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. It doesn't matter if everything's going right. It doesn't matter if everything's going bad. I'm going to bless the Lord. Before anything else comes out of my mouth, you're going to hear me praising the Lord. Before anything else, before I talk about anything negative, I'm going to bless the Lord. Before anything else happens, I'm going to praise. 
praise the Lord. I will continue to bless the Lord. I will praise the Lord at all times. That doesn't sound like there's any in between. It's all times. It's all times. See, when you're going through something difficult in your emotions and the fears and, and the things are bombarding your mind, your mind's going to try to go all sorts of directions. And the question is coming back to keeping your heart right. The right position will always be. Yeah, I know this doesn't look right. Yeah, I know I'm not seeing the promise right now. Yeah, I know I haven't seen the fulfillment. Of, yes, I know that, that I see that. But, but you know what? I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know they're letting go people at, 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 at my job right now, but I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, I know those, those bills came in, I wouldn't expect, but I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, I know my children, I, I know my child's doing that right now, but you know, I will bless the Lord at all times. I, 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 yeah, I know, I know, I know they talk bad about me. You know, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And whatever is in the heart comes out of the mouth. So if it's in the mouth, it must be in the heart. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My life makes it boast in the Lord. Let the humble and the afflicted hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. See, sometimes you just need to magnify the Lord. <laughs> and so that can sound like a real religious, well, let's just magnify the Lord right now. <laughs> Bless his name. I'm magnifying the Lord. Now, what, what is David saying? David's saying, when my situation looks big, I make my God look bigger. See, what is magnify? It means I'm making something bigger than what it was. Let us magnify the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. I mean, let's, let, come on, everyone. Hey, Herod your faith, let's magnify the Lord. Just for, just for about 30 seconds, let's magnify the Lord right now. Just make him big. Father, you are big. You are amazing. You're more than enough. You are our king of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are always faithful. You are a God of prosperity. You are a God of strength. You are the one that provides for me. You are the one that meets all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You bless me coming in and you bless me going Going out. You crown my ear with, with kindness and you surround me with your goodness. You are faithful and you are king and I rejoice in your faithfulness. You are big. You are big. You got them through the Red Sea. You'll get me through my Red Sea. Hallelujah. We magnify. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. 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 You see, that is a position of David's heart. He was a man of faith. But how can we tell that you're a man or a woman of faith? What's coming out of your mouth. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Magnify the Lord and let's exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and required of him of necessity and authority of his word. And he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Mm. Let's go to verse 19. Don't have the time to break down this whole, so much here. He says, many evils confront the righteous. 
but the Lord delivers him out of them all. You see, see, just because it doesn't say the word praise here doesn't mean he's not praising. That's right. That's right. He is praising. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I praise you, that's, that, yes, that, that, that can be an aspect of praise, but praise is talking about who he is, Come on. what he's done, yes. what he's already done, what he's going to do. <laughs> Many evils can confront the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall cause the death of the wicked, and they who hate the just and the righteous shall be held guilty and condemned. The Lord redeems the lives of his servants. And none of those who take refuge and trust in him shall be condemned or held guilty. Take your See, he's he's continuing to praise. Verse 8 in this chapter says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. And we just saw here it says, those that trust in him shall never be condemned or held guilty. Let's go to Psalm 71. David talks about praise in the Psalms over 160 times in 150 chapters. Now the top of my chapter here says, the prayer of an aged man. Now, so you, we, we just saw one that was, he was, it was after he had defeated Goliath, but now we're talking about someone that's older now. Now let's look, look at this. In verse one, in the Amplified, it says, in you, O Lord, do I put my trust and confidently take refuge. In you do I put my trust and confidently take refuge. Amen. Now he, this is faith, right? right. Staying in faith. He, 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 he's talking, we're talking about faith here. O Lord, do I put my trust in you, O Lord, do I put my trust, my faith, and I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Bow down your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge in which to dwell and a sheltering stronghold to which I may continually resort. And this is a man of faith here. He's talking about where he, where he goes and, 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 what, and what he does, that, that I trust in you, you're my refuge. You're my rock, and I'm going to continually resort to you. That's, that's faith. The faithful will flourish. That's right. Those that are full of faith will flourish. Right. I'm going to resort to you. I'm going to lean on you. I'm going I'm, I'm to pursue you. Verse 4 says, rescue me, O God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the grasp of the unrighteous and ruthless man. Why? For you are my hope. Rescue me. Why? Because you're my hope. Oh, Lord, you are my trust from my youth and the source of my confidence. Man, a man of faith. You know, when they were, when they were going around Jericho and the walls of Jericho were going, were up, and the children of Israel were going around, what did he tell them to do? He told them, as you go around the walls, I want you to declare something, for the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever for the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever like I said praise isn't just using the word praise praise is is what you know about God coming out of your mouth it's what you know about his promises coming out of your mouth is what God has already said coming out of your mouth for the Lord is good see you may not know exactly what to say out of your mouth but so just start somewhere the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever 
The Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. For the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. See, this is what David was doing. He was talking about, you're my refuge, so therefore I'm going to constantly go to you. You're the one I lean on and you're my rescue. Why? And you're my hope and you're my confidence. He's continuing to declare who God is in his life. Verse five again, for you are my hope, O Lord. You are my trust from my youth and the source of my confidence. Upon you have I leaned and relied from my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb and you have been my benefactor from that day. The word benefactor there is, I'm your financial support. A benefactor is someone that takes care of you financially. I love that. Upon you have I leaned and relied from my birth. You, you are he who took me from my mother's womb, and you have been my benefactor from that day. My praise is continually of you. You're my benefactor from my mother's womb. You took me continually, continually. My praise is continually of you. Hallelujah. What's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth? Now listen, I am, I am as a wonder and a surprise to many. Hmm, I love that. But you are my strong refuge. Are you a surprise to many? <laughs> How many people have told you you're worthless? You're no good. You'll never make it. Anyone, have you ever, the enemy tried to tell you this will never happen to you? You'll never get through this. You'll never get beyond that. You'll never amount to anything. You'll always be a failure. You'll always be a loser. You'll always live in a constant state of defeat. The promise that you're holding on to, they're just, just, you're just wishing. But David says, I'm a surprise. (laughs) I'm a wonder and a surprise to many. See, it's time time for us to just look at some people and just say, surprise. (laughs) Remember what you said? Surprise. Go to the devil. Remember when you said would never, surprise. Remember you said this would always happen. Surprise. I'm a surprise and a wonder to many. But you are my strong refuge. Now listen, my mouth shall be filled with your praise and with your honor all the day long. Cast me not off nor send me away in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent and my powers fail. What's he saying? Cast me not off. Or send me away in old age. What is he saying? As you were with me when I was young, I thank you that you're with me now. As you answered my prayers when I was young, you're answering my prayers now. Verse 14. But I will hope, in, but I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. Wow. More and more. Yet I will praise you more and more. I will continually, man, that's faithfulness. I will praise you more and more. That's staying in faith. I'm not moving. I'm keeping my heart right, my posture, my position, my attitude. I will praise you more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteous acts and of your deeds of salvation all the day. For their number is more than I know. See, some people just need to get tired of you talking about how good your God is. Yet my mouth shall tell of your righteous acts and your deeds all the day, all day long. You're talking to, see, the enemy wants you to meditate on the problem all day long. See, what is David saying? I continually talk about his righteous acts 
his, his, his goodness. I continually talk about this. Sit in bed at night when the enemy is trying to come against you and just to start, oh, yeah, remember that time? Yeah, that happened to that lady in the Bible. Yeah, that, talk, that happened to that man in the Bible. You know, it's going to happen for me, too. Those are, those are righteous acts. It's, it's going to happen for me. It's going to happen for me. I'm going to flourish in 2017 because I'm going to choose to stay in faith. My mouth shall tell of your righteous acts and of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is more than I know. I will come in the strength. Now listen, I will come in the strength and with the mighty acts of the Lord God. I will mention and praise your righteousness, even yours alone. I love that. I will come in the strength and with the mighty acts of the Lord. Not only am I, am I thinking about the mighty acts, but I'm, they're in me. I'm going to walk in them. I'm going to experience them. Hallelujah. People are going to start talking about the mighty acts happening through my life. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you have taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declared your wonderful works. That's praise. Yes, even when I'm old and gray-headed, oh, God, forsake me not, but keep me alive until I've declared your mighty strength to this generation and your might and power to all that are to come. I love this. When I'm old and gray-headed, I got some here, but forsake me not, but keep me alive until I have declared. I mean, I don't want to depart this earth until I've declared your mighty strength to this generation and your might and power to all that are to come. Wow. What's coming out of your mouth? People need to know about your God. You know, so often we look at witnessing or, or, or ministering to others as this thing of trying to get some sort of notch on your belt. No, and, and, and the fear of, well, I've I got to win them to Jesus. No, just talk about how good he is. Just talk about what, the goodness that has happened in your life. People, you're like, well, I don't know how to preach. You don't need to know, but you have a story. You, you have a story to tell. God's done something. God's delivered you from something. God's answered prayer when no one else said it would happen. It happened. Therefore, you've got a story to tell. And David's saying, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to stop until I declare this to my generation. I'm going to declare what he's done in my life. I'm, I'm going to declare what I've seen in his word. I'm going to declare the promises that I've seen. I'm going to declare his goodness. Hallelujah. Verse 22. Actually, verse 21. Increase my greatness and turn and comfort me. I will also praise you with a harp, even your truth and faithfulness. Oh, my God, unto you will I sing praises with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips shall shout for joy when I sing praises to you. In my inner being, which you have redeemed. Man, David had a revelation of salvation even before salvation was available. My inner being which you redeem. My tongue also shall talk of your righteousness all the day long, for they are put to shame, for they are confounded who seek and demand my hurt. Hallelujah. Praise. Staying in faith is about staying in praise. The level of praise will determine your level of faith. The level of praise will determine your level of faith. Let's look at this from someone else, and I have so much more, to, but when I was finishing preparing this morning, the Lord said, I want you to stop at a certain point, and we'll, we'll pick it up next week. 
But I want to, your level of faith is determined by your level of praise. What's coming out of your mouth? Because that's your position. That's your attitude. Remember, keep your heart right. And those words still ring, ring true in my heart. No matter what I face, keep your heart right. Okay? Staying in faith. Let's go to Romans chapter 4. The faithful will flourish. Staying in faith, your level of praise will determine your level of faith. Anytime you see a person of faith, you will also be seeing a person of praise. Anytime you see a person of faith, you're also seeing a person of praise because they're connected. It's impossible to see a man of faith without seeing a man of praise. Romans chapter 4. Let's look at Abraham, our father in the faith. Verse 1 says, But if so, what shall we say about Abraham, our father, humanly speaking? What did he find out? So as we look at Abraham, what did Abraham find out? A a man that was before our time, what did he find out about righteousness? What did he find out about faith? How does this affect his position, the Amplified says, and what was gained by him? Verse 2, for if Abraham was justified by good works that he did, he had grounds for boasting, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed in and trusted in God and it was credited to him as righteousness, right living and right standing with God. Now listen, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to a laborer, his wages are counted as a favor. Are they counted as a favor or a gift? But as an obligation, something owed to him. Now, what does that mean to a laborer? I mean, when someone works for you or you work for someone else, when you get to Friday, no one just slaps you five and just say, thank you. <laughs> and, and your boss says, you got favor. <laughs> no, you, 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 yeah. come on, show me the money, right? <laughs> so that, that, that's pretty much what he's saying here. So now a laborer, his wages are counted. Are they counted as a favor or are they counted as an obligation? So when someone's working, the the wages that you're giving is because he earned those wages. So it's really as telling us, Abraham, how was his faith credited to him as righteousness? The next verse says, but to one who not working by the law, but trusts in him, who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited to him as righteousness. So Abraham's faith wasn't made righteous because of his works. Abraham became righteous because of his faith. Now, let's, let's, let's look at that. What is righteousness? Righteousness is a position. It's right standing before God. Right? So Abraham was right standing with God, not based on all the things he was doing. But his, he was righteous and right before God because of his faith. Are you with me? Now, I wrote this in the margin of my Bible by, had faith is credited to him as righteous. I wrote this. His faith caused him to be in the right position. That's good. His faith caused him to be in the right position. Remember, staying in faith. Staying in faith is about being in the right position. 
So Abraham, it wasn't about, he wasn't in the right position because of his works. He was in the right position because of his faith. Look at verse 6. Thus, David congratulates the man and pronounces a blessing on him to whom God credits righteousness apart from the works he does. Who congratulates him? David. Who congratulates him? David. Hallelujah. I know what's coming. (laughs) Romans chapter 4, look at verse 16. Actually, verse 9 says this. Is this blessing then meant only for the circumcised or also the uncircumcised? We say that faith was credited to Abraham as righteousness. Remember when we see that statement, faith was credited to him as righteousness, we're saying faith is what caused him to be in the right position. Let's look at verse 16. Therefore, the promise is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith. The promise. So whatever you're holding on to, whatever you're believing God for, 2017, the faith will flourish. Whatever promise we're holding on to, the outcome, it depends on faith. The outcome depends on your position that you choose to stay in, right? So the outcome of seeing the prophetic word fulfilled in your life is going to depend entirely on faith, right? That's what 16 says. Therefore, the promise is the outcome of faith and depends entirely on faith in order that it might be given as an act of grace to make it stable and valid and guaranteed to all the descendants. Meaning now we're not just talking about Abraham, but now we're talking about everyone that will come after Abraham. Now he's talking about you and me, that the promises that we're believing God for, the promises that we're holding on to, those same promises, they're going to come to pass the same way by faith. Are you still with me? Not only to the devotees and the guarantees to all his descendants, not only to the devotees of the adherents of the law, but also to who share the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Verse 17, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the sight of God in whom he believed. He gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things as if they already existed. So now it's going back to Abraham and talking about what happened. See, God told him he was going to be the father of many nations. But he didn't have a child. He was barren. There was no seed. He was old. He was very old. Sarah, they were very old. Say very old. See, see, the older they were getting, the more and more it looked like they weren't going to see the promise fulfilled. And see, that's what the enemy wants us to do all the time. He wants to keep, keep our heart from, from going all over the place. But Abraham, what was going to put him in the right position? Faith. Faith. Hallelujah. He gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things as if they already existed. Verse 18, for Abraham, human reason for hope being gone, hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been promised, so shall your descendants be. Now listen to that. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone, meaning he had, no, he had no more hope. There was no more expectation. But yet it, he hoped in faith. Verse 19. 
He did not weaken in faith. When he considered the impotence of his own body, which was good as dead. See, he had to stop looking at why the promise wasn't going to come to pass. His faith accredited to him as righteousness. His faith caused him to be in the right position. And here it says he did not weaken in faith, meaning he didn't let go of his faith. Even when he considered the impotent of his body, which was good as dead because he was 100 years old, or when he considered the bareness of Sarah's womb, he did not weaken in faith. He didn't let go of his faith, even when everything around him was telling him something else. Amen. He kept the position, staying devoted, keeping my heart. Thank you, Father. Kept keeping the faith, staying in the faith. Amen. Verse 20, 20, no unbelief or distrust made him waver. And that's a fixed heart. No unbelief or distrust made him waver. He was keeping his heart. No unbelief or distrust made him waver concerning the promises of God. But what he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. He was empowered by faith. Meaning, he, he was empowered by faith. His faith gained momentum. His faith gained strength. His faith became a force as he gave praise and glory to God. You see, his faith was credited to him as righteous, meaning his faith caused him to be in the right position. But how did he release his faith? Praise. By praise. No unbelief or distrust made him waver. I mean, what are you saying? I'm not, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Rick, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Justin, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Art, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Father, I thank you. See, every time you might get weary in your walk of faith, just start praising. Because, see, the praise is what empowered his faith. The praise is what gave life to his faith. The praise is what gave strength to his faith. You, need, you feel weak in your life? You feel weak in your faith? Just start to praise. See, because it, it was the praise. You, you know how long that this story of Abraham went? Close to 18 years. How long would you stand for flourishing? Keep your heart right. Keep your heart right. No one believed distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Now, this is fully assured, fully satisfied and assured. He was fully satisfied and assured. Wow. Fully persuaded, King James says. Fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. Are you fully satisfied? Are you fully persuaded? Fully persuaded. Man, that's, the faithful will flourish. See, someone that's full of faith is fully persuaded. Fully persuaded, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. 
And every time I get discouraged, I'm just going to praise more. Every other reporter sign that doesn't look like it's going to come to pass, I'm going to praise even more. Because I'm fully persuaded. I'm fully persuaded. I'm fully persuaded that God was able. What did he praise him? What did he praise about? In God's ability. And and God's might. Knew that God would keep his word. That's what he praised about. And do what he promised. That God has the ability to do it and the power to do it. And the desire to do it. That, and then verse 22 says, that is why his faith was credited to him as righteousness. As he gave praise and glory to God, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he promised, that is why his faith was credited to him as righteousness. Why? Because he was in the right position. And what's the right position? It's a position of praise. Staying in faith is about staying in praise. Staying in praise will put you in the right position. Staying in praise will put you in the right posture. And staying in praise will put you in the right attitude. Be fully assured this morning that this word is coming to pass in your life. Be fully assured that what God has spoken to you will come to pass. And no devil in hell will keep it from coming to pass. No enemy will keep it from coming to pass. No natural thing will keep it from coming to pass. Well, Pastor, you don't understand because of the doctors say this. Or this. I'm telling you, he's the God of El Shaddai. Hallelujah. He's the God that overrides natural law. See, you just have to know more about God so you know how to praise more. You don't know how to praise, just start learning about who he is and what he desires to do. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we rejoice in you this morning, and we just thank you for your faithfulness. Everyone, stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, we praise you, Father. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Mm, Thank you, Father. 2017, the faithful will flourish. Mm. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep hearing that in my spirit. Don't give up. 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 Allow that to wash over you. Allow the Holy Spirit to burn that in, inside your spirit, man. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Wow. 
Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. He's taking you higher. time for discouragement to be a thing in your past. It's time for discouragement in your life to be a thing of the past. Rise up with courage. Rise up with tenacity. Rise up in strength and praise. Rise up in strength and yield. Rise up in strength and be fully persuaded that I am able and I am mighty to fulfill my word in your life. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. There's just been discouragement that has surrounded your heart. Almost like a, just a hopelessness. About two, 2017. Just lift your hand. See those hands. Keep those hands up. If you see someone's hand up, I want you, I want you to get around them. No one to be standing by themselves. And for a moment, we're going to praise and we're going to magnify the Lord as a church family because I believe there's some people that like discouragement a lot of times isn't just a an emotional feeling but it's a spiritual attack a lot of times people yield over to discouragement because they think it's okay to just accept it because of just the circumstance you're in and not realizing that discouragement is the demonic force And as we, in a moment, about to praise in this place, there's a spiritual darkness that is going to flee. And there is going to be an awakening to truth. There's going to be an awakening to the power of God, an awakening to the presence of God. And I believe it's something that is going to set the standard in the spirit realm within this church and within this community. Discouragement, you cannot stay. Every demonic force that brings about discouragement, you have to cease and desist because you cannot dwell where God's presence is. These hearts and these minds are off limits. 
declaring the enemy's power is broken in their thinking, in their thoughts, the spiritual force that's been resting over their homes, resting on them since their childhood, resting on them since they went through that difficult experience and they yielded to it and they received a spirit of grief. There's someone, what you've been you know, experienced has been a spirit of grief that's been on you. For someone else, there's been a spirit of regret that has come upon you. And you're going to leave here today free from that. And you're going to think differently. You're going to walk differently. And you're going to experience a whole new peace that you've never experienced before. Hallelujah. 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 Just start releasing your praise all over this building. Release your praise all over this building. That's our instructions. To release your praise. You don't need to pray for them. Release your praise. Hallelujah. The instructions are release praise. Hallelujah. You don't need to pray over them. The instructions are release praise. Helobo shalamaya. Oh, we praise you. We praise you in the spirit. We praise you in our understanding. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus dispelled darkness. Hallelujah. He made a show of them openly. Hallelujah. We exalt the God that overcame every principality and over every power and spoiled them. Hallelujah. The enemy is defeated. Darkness is defeated. Hallelujah. Where darkness leaves, light flows in now in Jesus' name. Peace flows in now in Jesus' name because He is the giver of peace. He is the giver of life. He's the giver of strength. Hallelujah. 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 Zoe life flow in this place now. Zoe life flow in this place now. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you're a good father. You're a good God. You're an amazing God. You're complete. There's nothing lacking in you. Hallelujah. You're not just a seasonal God. You're an all all time God. Hallelujah. You're not just a a God that shows up every now and then. You always show up. When we cry, you answer. And you show us great and mighty things. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we praise you for it, Father. You are Jehovah Nisi. You are our victory banner. Freedom to walk out their purpose. Father, as a church, we're fully persuaded. We're fully persuaded. Our hearts are fully persuaded that this year will be like no other year. It is the year that we're going to flourish. We're going to thrive. And we are going to see heaven on earth. The outpouring of heaven is glorious and will be glorious. And no one will be able to deny it. In Jesus' name. Give him a shout of praise.